Um, all right. Jenny Rogers on the ones and twos. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Mid-Level Show. This is the show where we get performance medicine's best on uh, on a Zoom call here uh, with with what we're, we're in multiple locations here. We get everybody together and we we discuss uh, the latest Dictations podcast and the doctor's note that Dr. Rogers sends out uh, every single Monday. For those of you who are not subscribed to Performance Weekly, you're definitely missing out. You need to sign up. It's in the show notes of this podcast and every other podcast we put out. Uh, we would love, love, love to see you guys there. Uh, guys, we've got a fascinating, fascinating conversation today, and and I know it's something that's really close to to Dr. Rogers' heart, uh, no pun intended. Um, but it's it's on blood pressure, and uh, this week he talked about the importance of controlling your blood pressure, and and I took a few things uh, out of this myself for my own health, but I want to start with with you guys, and and before we do that, I just want to make sure I, I introduce everybody. We got Andy Rogers from the Kingsport and Johnson City office. We got Fran Wilson from the Johnson City office, and we have Amber Butler from the Kingsport office. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being here, and we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, Andy, what, what do you think? What, what's your thoughts on this latest podcast episode on blood pressure? Hey, I, I think it was a really great note, and also really it's, it's weird timing. Dad usually sends out notes whenever I have patients that are dealing with exactly what he's talking about. I'm, literally on Friday, I had two patients come in who had very high blood pressure readings. Um, multiple, we, we did it over 10 to 15 minutes. We had the patients come down and their blood pressures were high. And uh, it was just a change of medications that we needed to do. We did acute clonidine for both of them in the office. So it acutely came down. So we felt like it was safe for them to leave. But just funny that dad like will send a note, a giant note on blood pressure. And I didn't tell him about these particular events. Blood pressure is important and it's something that can be in our control. I feel like a lot of what we talk about on the podcast is take control of your own health, take your vitamins, blood pressure, get a cuff. I think that was a really great uh, tip for anybody. Get a cuff. I wouldn't become obsessive over it, but I'd check it out. If, if blood pressure or high blood pressure is in your family history or in your personal history, start checking it once a day at your calmest moment of the day. Don't check it right after you run or when you go into a dental office like I'm about to do because your blood pressure will be high. But um, it's nice to take note. It's your inner, I, I describe it to patients as your inner piping. You don't want sludge running through the pipes and you don't want the pipes to be too tight and everything, things are on the other side of the pipes. If you have pressure in the pipes, it puts pressure on your kidneys and it's coming from your heart and your lungs. Blood pressure is important. Fran, why don't you go ahead and, and kind of uh, send in your two cents and 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 build off of what Andy just just mentioned? Well, I, I liked what Dr. Rogers had said about it being, you know, that there's all these myths about it that it doesn't really matter that you don't need to worry about it because it is silent and you don't necessarily feel blood pressure. I mean, sometimes when you're really, you know, scared or whatever, you can feel that in the sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight, you can tell your blood pressure's up. But um, a lot of times you wouldn't even know your blood pressure was high. So I think this whole idea of monitoring, monitoring your health, check it. I, I, I check it a lot. I check my blood pressure all the time. Just I, 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 I have to know. know. I, I'm going to interrupt you there. How many times a day are you checking your blood pressure? 
Oh, I I take it two or three times a day. Love it. I mean, I know that's 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 excessive, um, but I just want to know, and I want to make sure, and I want to see what makes it go up and what makes it go down, and. I, I like to, you know, the same thing like with sleep. I like to monitor my sleep. And we have so many great devices now where you can monitor all these aspects of your health. And when you go into a physician's office, you only see a practitioner for a very short period of time in one day. And that does not give you the total picture. So even when you have, I tend to have high blood pressure readings in doctor's offices. So I've always been a little bit nervous, like, oh, maybe it is high. But then I come home and I take it. I'm like, no, it's really fine. Okay, so, I have a question, Fran. I have a question for you. Do you. When you're at home blood pressure cuff, I've gotten questions before on what type, like wrist and arm. I've always, I've always been under the understanding that arm is more accurate than wrist. But is that something, what, like, what do you use at home? So... I take my own with stethoscope and a blood pressure cuff. Okay. <laughs> so for those who don't know how to do that, what should they take at home, you think? I think there's so many great ones that you can just get at like CVS or Walgreens. And like Dr. Rogers says, the wrist ones I think are really convenient and easy to use. You just have to hold your arm in the right position and they give you instructions. Um, and I think, you know, as long as it's in a normal range, if some are maybe a little bit off compared to other ways, it's not really gonna matter if your blood pressure is running 120 over 70, you're fine. Um, you know, and if it's 122 over 72, okay, you're you know, you're fine. I mean, if you get your general readings and you get used to your blood pressure method, you'll know if yours is going up. Right, right, I think that's good. Amber, why, why don't okay, you why don't you go ahead and jump in there and, and, and tell us kind of what you got from the note uh, what your thoughts were as a young person, uh, and also, you know, as a provider treating lots of people with blood pressure medications, you know, what's your thoughts on it? Um, thank you for referring to me as a young person, Ben. Well, actually, though, I did take away about getting a blood pressure cuff because, like you said, we're young, we're healthy. Why do we need a blood pressure cuff? But as Fran was saying, and Andy, like, um, knowing what your normals are is going to help whether you go in and have like a white coat hypertension where you just are high in the doctor's office or if that number starts slowly increasing over time. And then, um, you know, uh, I thought it was a very timely note because we've seen one of the highest um, indicators or of morbidity with COVID-19 is hypertension. And so um, it's, it's really a time to a wake up call for those who have it to get it under control, whether it's um, through natural means like losing weight. That's one thing I love about performance medicine is the first time we get a high blood pressure reading um, and let's say it's someone who's there, maybe even there for a diet consult. It's not just immediately putting them on uh, a blood pressure medicine as much as it is addressing the underlying cause or trying to get them to lose weight. Now, obviously, if their blood pressure was continually running high, we're not afraid to use, we use medications because um, as he listed in the note, there's lots of really good ones that you can use um, on different pe people groups or types, depending on how you respond to a medication. But um I just thought it was timely and I thought even in our own life, I've always had a lower blood pressure, but it's something that we should get a cuff. We should know what our normals are and parameters and make sure we take the, take, take this time to get it under control and make sure it's good. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Amber. And and just a quick to, to build off what Fran was was saying, and and a little bit of a behind the scenes um, uh, segment here is is as uh, I was going over the doctor's note with Doctor Rogers on Sunday night, and originally he did put uh, you should uh, try to check your blood pressure multiple times a day. And, and then he's like, we need to take that out. Let's, let's replace that with frequently because no one's going to check it multiple times a day. And, yeah. then, and then Fran comes in and says she's doing it multiple times a day. <laughs> so I, I, I love that you said that Fran. And, and, um, I, and I think, I, I think you're wonderful for checking it multiple times a day. It's so cool. <laughs> so anyways, I, I, I diabetics take, check their blood sugar all day long, right? That's exactly That's true. That's true. Well, sometimes we don't. It's whatever. You sometimes you just go by feel. No shame. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't do that. If you're listening, do not do that. Check it multiple times a day. Um I I I think it's important with Amber with what you're saying about medications. There's a lot of things too, I think, that he does bring up in the note that you can start considering about I don't want to say take a check in your own life. But a lot of the times we just want to go to medications. So yeah, blood pressure side throw on the start and it's a great drug and it is a great drug, but there's, I, I find that if you really start tuning into what you're doing in your life, if you're not taking time to not necessarily meditate, but to relax, if you're stressed all the time, if you're having multiple cups of coffee, if you're having golly, I can't tell you how many people come in on energy drinks. Those things are trash. Literally, energy drinks are trash. Go burn them outside. They're not helping you out. Something else is off if you have to have energy drinks for energy. A lot of the things that we're putting into our bodies and into our tank, into our system, our temple, can be causing high blood pressure. Or at least... Yeah, go ahead. So I don't know about you, Andy, but like what they taught me in school or Fran was like, okay, a person comes in with high blood pressure. You start them on this class of medications. You check them in a month. If it's still not right, you just add a second medication because blood pressure medicines all work differently. So I have patients, I have family members who are on three and four blood pressure medications to get them under control. And while I'm not saying that's never indicated, as you're saying, why don't we look at the life factors that we can control instead of hopping on to another prescribed medication with more side effects? Exercise. Exercise. Modifiable risk factors. We should. Any modifiable risk factor you should take some control and use it. Yeah, exercise is huge for lowering blood pressure. Fran, Fran real, real quick, and to- then I'm going to get to Andy. Uh, Fran, will you describe what, what you mean by modifiable risk factors, uh, just for the listeners out there? So so um, your BMI, okay. your, which is your body mass index, like how heavy you are, and then even where your fat is distributed. You know, if you have that waist to hip ratio that is not correct and you have metabolic syndrome, you end up having higher blood pressure. Um, You can modify as you get older, like we do at performance medicine, your hormone balance. Women tend to not have as much high blood pressure as men before menopause. And after Mm -hmm. menopause, they catch up. And women also tend to gain a lot of weight. The heaviest women, the highest rate of obesity, I think is for women is 55 to 59. Well, you've lost your hormones, mm-hmm. you're gaining weight, your blood pressure goes up, you don't feel good, you're not exercising, and it just mushrooms. So you can modify risk factors by looking at all these parameters of your health and changing the things that you can change. Smoking. Smoking is a modifiable risk factor. 
And, and come in to see us. You know, don't feel like you're out there on an island and you're, let's say you're obese and you're like, I, my mom's obese. My, my, my whole family generations have been obese. Like that's one of the reasons why we're here at performance medicine is to look at the underlying factors, the metabolic issues that are happening and, and get you on the right track. So don't just feel stuck and be like, well, I'm on four blood pressure medications because I can't do anything about you know, my weight, or I can't find time to exercise. I have a sedentary job and I have to keep this job, you know? Um, so that's one of the reasons why we're here. Andy, I think you were going to say something. Uh, no, I, I think the modifiable risk factors, I think I, th- I can take a, we, I think we all can. I, I drink way too much coffee. I love it. And it's, I find that I'm not even doing it for energy or to wake up. I find that it's just a habit. There's a lot of things that we can be doing that can, that over time, and, and there's different things about coffee, but I'm just saying that every one of us, it's not just the person that's morbidly obese that has a lot of modifiable risk factors. We all have modifiable risk factors. Better sleep. They talk about better sleep. I just took this quiz. Have you all heard of chronotypes? Your yeah, are you a pattern? lion, a bear? <laughs> guess, I want you? you to guess. I want you to guess what I am. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a lion. I'm the most common one. Oh, you're a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I, I, I want to do stuff in the middle of the day. And I'm prepared. But I didn't know about chrono. Chronotype is how you sleep. It's like lion, bear, bear, dolphin, um, and wolf. Is wolf the other one? I think wolf yeah, is the wolf. other one. Yep, um, and it tells you like different ways of how, I don't know, it's pretty cool. But sleep is, a, sleep is huge. And if you do not sleep, you know, that's, that's going to, that's, would you even count that as a modifiable risk factor? Some people just can't sleep. Well, yes, it's modifiable because you can start working on it. That's true. That's true. There yeah. are lots of things you can do for sleep apnea is one of the things that can cause hypertension. Um, yeah. And there are things that can be done for sleep apnea. Um, and then all the breathing things that we've been learning about. Um, you know, there are, there are things that can be done. People don't need to be scared of medications. We're talking about a lot of modifiable risk, modifiable risk factors. There's great medications out there. Our favorite, which he talks about, is Losartan, least amount of side effects. It's an angiotensin receptor blocker. It works on your kidneys, and it's they find that it's kidney protective. They put a lot of uh, uh, patients with diabetes on ARBs or ACEs anyways. ARBs and ACEs, the um, uh, like lisinopril, those are cousins. Those are like the base, the same thing. And I'll build on you. I'll build on top of that, Ange. Um, He said he mentions in the note uh, towards the end, he says, when you take any prescription medicine, you need to know how they work, side effects and what kind of blood monitoring needs to be done with them. I thought that was a really important line, um, especially because it came right after the section on uh, blood pressure medications. And, you know, when Amber was saying that one of her, you know, family members, they're on two, three, four um, at a time. And uh, I think that's one of the most important messages we have at Performance Medicine and something that he's talked a lot about is when you get put on a medication, make sure you know what you're, talk about taking control of your own health, you know, understand what you're taking, how long you need to be taking it, what those side effects are, and and then go, there's, I think we'd all, I, me as, as a non-clinician, we'd be so shocked to, to, to know how many people are on medications that they have no understanding of why they're on them in the first place. I'd further that with knowing what the goal of the medication is. What's your goal? Is the goal, goal to skip blood pressure down or goal is to 
uh, protects your heart, whatever, even vitamins too. What's the goal of this particular vitamin? How should I feel? Should I feel anything from it? Uh, speaking of vitamins, was it potassium with magnesium, uh, magnesium with potassium that he mentioned? Uh, did, does anybody yes, want to build through on life that? extension through life extension? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, it, it was the magnesium with potassium, I think is what it to was. To lower blood pressure. To yeah. lower blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody out there who is looking for more natural uh, alternatives to bring that down, uh, magnesium with potassium. Potassium is what he talks about in particular in this note. Uh, guys, any final thoughts? I know we're running out of time uh, regarding the medications or any of the natural things that we can do to help us uh, lower our blood pressure or maintain it. No closing thoughts. I think this is great. Well, guys, thank you so much as always. Uh, to everyone listening, thank you. Thank you for joining us every single week. This is the Mid-Level Show. I am with the Performance Medicine Mid-Levels every single week. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday today, uh, which is awesome. I'm excited about this new time, guys. Uh, this podcast will be up here in a few days, as will the video. Guys, thank you so much, and as always, uh, we'll see you all next time. All right, thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.